everyone, and welcome to David and Nicole's Survivor Podcast. I'm David, and with me as always is... Nicole, hello. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm great, how are you? Doing very well. A really big episode of Survivor last night. Mm-hmm. We saw Colton finally get taken down, but it wasn't from any of his tribe mates, it was from himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we thought, who better to talk to uh, then someone else who had to be medically evacuated from the game. Bruce from Survivor Panama is going to be with us, and we're really excited to talk to him. Real quick Survivor announcement. We are having some more guests coming on the podcast next week, so stay tuned. We're hoping to have Marty from Survivor Nicaragua on the podcast next week, but we're also going to have a bonus podcast with Brenda, who we talked with from last season, but also the one and only... Coach Ben Wade. Um, so we're really excited to be talking uh, with him next week, so stay tuned for that. All right, are you ready to get Bruce on the line? I am. All right, here we go. Hello, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, this is David and Nicole, and you're on our podcast. Hey, Big Dave and Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. you Yeah, thank you very much for uh, agreeing to come and talk with us. Uh, A pretty big episode of Survivor last night, so we're really excited to hear your thoughts on it and everything. Well, you know, it was amazing. Uh, I did feel a little bit pain for uh, Colton because, you know, I was never voted out. I was a medevac out also about day 26 on Panama. Yeah, but I was I was hurting for over a week and it kept escalating and building. But I kept competing, and uh, it was it was probably one of the worst pains, worse than getting bit by a rattlesnake that I stepped on. So uh, I felt for him and them. But I'm looking at how his attitude toward everybody was, and I'm just saying, you know what, this guy is not a nice guy at all, and I rarely ever complain or comment about somebody that is, you know, uh, a bad player, evil player, so on, but it's still at the same time you respect the game. You know, I still, you know, respected how Russell played the game, but this Colton, uh, I think is just a mean-spirited person, and Alicia's, Alicia's right behind him. Where do you think this, um, like, we saw lots of different comments on the show. Where do you think this is all coming from? Do you think it's just his personality? Do you think it's somehow editing? Why do you think uh, he's making all these comments? Well, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, it's rare now that people who apply for the show um, uh, get picked. Some of the people are casted. (laughs) <laughs> for a certain way and a certain personality. I think sometimes they go, are you a psychopath? Are you crazy? And you check that off. They go, okay, you're in. <laughs> or, I'm a, or can I say asshole? I'm the biggest asshole there is. And, you know, they check it off. Yes, on a scale of 1 to 10, they give himself a 10. They go, okay, you're in. <laughs> so, uh, sometimes you never know. Part of it is um, uh, someone that mentioned he's, he, like, he likes to show and he's knowledgeable. So as he comes out, I'm sure some of it is he's meant to be that way. And another reason is he really is that way. And the third reason is it's editing. So you got to look at the editing too. And But if you combine all three, I go, oh my God, he's the biggest asshole. (laughs) So what do you guys think about him so far? Yeah, I definitely think 
I think a lot of his comments were just coming sort of out of ignorance, being fairly young and just sort of maybe not being experiencing really the whole world and everything that's in it. And I think he's, this is just sort of a really brand new experience with him being with people who live like a completely different life from him. Um, I, I think all the comments that he made were very uncalled for, but I, I don't think he was necessarily like racist or anything, but I think he was just very ignorant. Exactly. His upbringing and his ignorance and, and being an asshole. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, when you look at the previous seasons of Survivor, there are people who really can um, uh, analyze this game. At least you have to have some intelligence. I think this cast here, as they, they said, check off the box if you're an idiot, too. This is a cast of idiots. I'm not kidding. They, just when the opportunity is there or they could step in and become a leader, it's amazing that... No, they can't uh, uh, step forward and, and take over the whole situation or, or just strategize to move them into a winning team. They're, they're not fighting to, to win the game. You know, when, when mm-hmm. uh, uh, what, what's his name, he, he says, I'll be anybody's bitches as long as I can get into the, you know, merge in the final 10. Why do you want to be that way? You know, you don't. You don't want to lose your... To me, I... I do not want to lose your your respect, and just as no as a human being, but a respectful human being. And uh, even Leaf, you know, when he when they're ripping him apart for telling the secret, well, he should just stood up and said, "This is the reason I did it." But I'm behind you guys, and you can count on me. And this, but he just hung his head and put his tail between his legs, and that reminded me. I like him, by the way, but that reminds me of someone yells at a new puppy. They just curl up in the corner and pee on themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it. I like a, a dog that just barks and just and growls and just wants a battle. You know, there's there's not too many people want, that want a battle, and then um, they're not aware of the game. Um, my favorite was Monica, <clears throat> but she should have been more aware of her surroundings. She should have, you know, been playing both sides. And you know, it's, it's tough out there, though. Uh, you don't know the conditions. Like when I was on my show, I can't say, but. Some of the young people on my tribe, the first two nights, they were crying. They thought they were going to die because they'd never been in the elements. So um, what a lot of people don't understand is, um, like I taught backpacking wilderness survival for 19 years, and I backpacked for about 35 years, and I'm only 39. (laughs) But but the main thing about this game is they have uh, an equal, is all of a sudden you're thrown into a shocking situation you know you have your same clothes you wear for 39 days i had about three thousand bug bites <laughs> wow and, you know it's just you look at and on fiji we saw papa smurf he had as many i had as many bug bites as he did and i think that's how i got sick a little bit too from the, from the bug bites you know the anaphylactic shock and then once again um I think, Dave, I don't know if you and Nicole agree with me, but a lot of people do. Um, you know, up to my show, you had a fight for We had no food. I mean, I only had four meals in the whole time I was on the show. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time we're eating snails and 
coconut that floated up that night in the storm, and it stormed every day. There's no banana trees, there's no coconut trees or anything on the island. And then when you look at it, you know, grab all the food you can for the next 60 seconds. All this shows you go, where did the banana uh, hands come from? You know, they got bananas hanging all over the place and eating of this, and I'm just kind of, I think you're getting away from survivor and suffering. And the last thing, if people remember in the old days, like my show, which wasn't that long ago, was all we got was a rusted machete and a uh, um, uh, an iron pot. That was it, with no lid. And you had to win your fire, and you had to also locate and locate your water source, and you have to scoop it out, and you had to carry it down a muddy hill. And if you slipped and fell, you had to go back up and get some more water again. So, um, you know, it <coughs> seems like they get a lot of uh, uh, more luxury than uh, when we were on the show. Especially when they suffer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called Survivor. Remember, it's Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think like the very first couple of seasons, seasons one and two, they had like three or four crates, and then little by little, um, yeah. they started giving people less and less. So around your season, you had barely anything, and then yeah. I don't know exactly where it turned, but somewhere they started giving them more stuff again. Uh, and you know, well, remember when we were on uh, Exile Island? I mean, there's no shelter or anything. You couldn't sleep in that big wooden skull. But uh, when uh, Sugar's on Exile Island, you know they got they got pillows and a, and a little hut. And it's when you arrive, you know, you're on Exile Island. They should change the name of everything then, so we're not misled. So Nicole, how do you like this season? How it's going? Um, I. I really like this season. I like the twists that they've been doing. I love all the new players that are here and how there aren't any returning people. Everything's just very different. And I don't know, the people in this game are just so interesting. Um, I wish some people would defend themselves more, kind of like what you were saying earlier with like Steve, you know, (laughs) defend himself. And Christina... You know, just sitting there and letting um, Alicia and Colton say all these horrible, rude things to her. Horrible, like, yeah. Your cockroach and all this stuff. And she's like, I kind of thug. I'm like, well, why, why would you agree with that? It, and why would you let anybody, why would you let, you're fighting for a million dollars. You're on national TV that will go international. And why would you let anybody degrade you or, or rip you apart? And, and you've got to have dignity. I'd rather go out with dignity, you know, instead of saying, well, you're ugly, I don't like your voice, I don't like you, why don't you jump in the fire, get meta back down, and, and you're gone and all this. Well, I would turn around and just tell him, like, hey, this Colton, he's a jerk, and he's going to control you, and who's he taking to the final three? It's not you or you, we need to get him out. That's what I would have been doing by the, by the end of the first week. You know, the day five, you know who it is like. And you've got to assert yourself. And all these people know Colton is controlling, and Alicia Alicia is, uh, you know, right right behind him. Well, those are the two people you want to get rid of. As a, and uh, I, I just, uh, I'm just amazed at how these people are like wandering sheep. <laughs> but I, but like you said, Nicole, it makes it interesting. But, um, 
Uh, I don't see any heroes emerging, and it's been already on a, a few weeks. And right away, you want somebody to come forward and and just and it happens to be Colton, you know, yeah. just Colton. <laughs> what did you think of Colton not giving his idol away? Do you think he should have given it away to someone? That was, you know, Colton could have not only redeemed himself, but people will always remember that scene. People would still remember more if he gave it away to somebody who maybe could end up winning it or somebody who could change the game because of that idol. That's what the Sydney Minneapolis is for, to change the game and tip the odds in a different way. And we've seen that so many times. And they, the girls tried, gave it to him. They gave it, he didn't find it, he didn't earn it. And, and it wasn't his. And when he took it to him, it just put the nail in the coffin as one of the most selfish players ever. And, you know, maybe in off, off the, after the season, you find out he's a nice guy, but right now, he had a choice. And Bergen edited it, you know, let's, he said, yes, first let's, let's make him change. No, he said, I'm going to keep it as a souvenir, you know. And it's just for him. Yeah, I just, I was, uh, I was upset about that. And then it just said, I was right about him all along. You know, and I, and a lot of viewers agree with me. And I just, uh, was, was sad that he had a chance to be a better person. And he could have still been in the future villain, but not that kind of a villain. Uh, or just, you know, it was just so obvious that. I wasn't really surprised, though, that he didn't give it up. Like, it just very, it fit with his character to keep it as a souvenir. Um, yeah. But I, I think that was very rude. I, I think he <coughs> owed it to the girls to, you know, get it. Oh, yeah, just, just give it back. But, you know, I I was I was kind of hoping who is he going to give to everybody. Look around, hoping they'll get it, especially Alicia. But, um, you know, at the end, that, like you said, it just, that was his character as a very yeah, selfish, yeah, and as far as that, you know, it's, uh, we wonder who, who's been really the big, big, uh, idiots or jerks or, uh, on the show, the biggest villains, but sometimes it's okay to manipulate and backstab and this and that, but like I said, he just berates people, he's rude, he just rips them apart, and he's just open about it, but nobody challenges him. They're so afraid of him, uh-huh. and there's nothing to be afraid of. Right. Just, so, um, who do you think is going to win? Um, at this point, like, I, I really I have, high, I have high hopes for Kim, I think, um, uh-huh. to win the game. You know, she has an idol, she's really good with mm-hmm. um, Socially and alliances and everything. Who do you think is going to win? Well, you, you know, this season, I'll tell you right now, anybody who predicts who's going to win will probably be wrong. Because once again, <laughs> the, the cast that they did create, which is, uh, I don't like the cast anyway, but what's good about the cast is you can't predict it because you don't know how who's going to end up being who. You know, I'm waiting for next week with with uh, Tarzan just, uh, you know, flipping mm-hmm. out. And uh, it's, like I said, you everybody is going to go, 
I would have never believed he got voted out of Shiga. I would have never believed he's in the final three. That's what's going to happen. You can call me. You can call me in the final three. Okay. <laughs> at, at this but point, I could see almost anyone being in the final three, but I do think there's oh, yeah. certain people who could not win, such as Tarzan or Cat. There's just certain people to me that I could see them getting getting to the finals, but I don't know if I could see them getting enough votes to win. Yeah, one, once again, long time ago, these call it under the radar, but some people who are, are there's too many people playing passive, but, but, uh, they'll say something on camera, but when you watch their actions or when other people talk or people argue, they just, you know, they hide in the corner and try to be a wallflower, disappear, camouflage themselves without tipping the boat because they're just gonna go, okay, if this guy's gonna become empowered, then I'm gonna go with him, or if she's gonna go, but the people who cannot make a decision or who are scared might be even the final six. How did they get there? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, to be the most useless person. With Christina, do you think that she's going to be able to recover and somehow make it farther? Or do you think she's going to be the next person to go? What she has to do is she either has to... Um, just uh, sell herself again to the women and betray the men, or vice versa, and then talk to, say, we need to get rid of this lady and so on. And she's got to line themselves. She has, she has to go out and and uh, um, make her teams right now. She has to create the team. She has to become the captain of the team. And if she's not going to do that, you know, she's going to fall by the wayside. She's not a uh, I like her, you know, not because she's Asian. I just, but I just wish if she had more confidence and fortitude, she could become a good player. But right now, she's not. Another person we saw in this episode uh, a little bit was Cat. Uh, what are your thoughts on Cat? Do you have any tips uh, for her so she can avoid hurting her appendix? Yes, I would. I would tell her. You know. You know what. Um, she every so often she plays a game well, you know, especially in the challenges. So um, she's just young, immature, and uh, uh, she's just having fun. You know, when when you're when you're uh, and she's enjoying it. Like if you watch the people uh, march in, you know, she's kind of jumping around and dancing. And uh, and uh, I thought she was going to be going a little while back, but. Yeah, she's gonna surprise people if she just keeps her mouth closed and not sure that she's she doesn't have that much intelligence. She 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 could be in the final six. She can. All she has to do is just uh, um, uh, a couple girls on her side and walk over to the guy's side and just be nice to them. You know, because um, when you look at it, like look at in Colton's, like in the water basketball or shooting the coconuts. He's a zero. He's a really a zero. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you when you the like in the uh, shallow water when they're playing the basketball, the minute you know if he throws the ball out there, the guy shoves Colton down. And he's getting up and he's rubbing the water from his eyes. You got to be sprinting after that. I mean, you got to want it. And then uh, you know he's screaming for help like a little girl. <laughs> and, and that, was, that was embarrassing. And then. Uh, are shooting the coconuts. Did you just see where his coconuts went? <laughs> like nowhere. <laughs> every every challenge is, uh, and then he, and he's 
and you criticize everybody how bad they play or Chris Team is not running back that fast, how about hitting the target first? So it was, uh, you know, there's a lot of things they got to, uh, I think all these people have never been outdoors or played challenge games or fought with their brother and sister. So every time you shoot the coconut, when you shoot three coconuts straight down, I mean, <laughs> come on. So you got to get it after the first time and, um, uh, or how you throw it. And the same thing was, uh, if you even watch Survivor, like when we used to shoot the coconuts from the slingshot or, or shoot, uh, shoot the uh, balls out into the ocean, we would overshoot. We'd shoot so far, but we would, you know, squat down and lean way back to get us. Even if you're a small person, if you did that, you can shoot with power. And at the same time, when you're throwing uh, the coconuts, let's say, it's an odd shape, so it's going to bounce different ways, but at least it'll bounce. And come down in an angle, it's all geometry, so at least you've got some distance. But when it just bounces straight up and comes right back at you, I mean, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and like you said, Nicole, at least it's entertaining. The tribes went to tribal council, all of them, and they didn't actually vote anyone out except just told them about Colton, and then they announced that there was a merge, and he told them to go back to camp. But if you, if they had been um, voting people out, who do you think would have gone from each tribe? I think, uh, well, you know, uh, Alicia would have been gone. Yeah. I, she, she's gone. She's gone, definitely. Uh, I'm not sure about the other tribe, uh, but you know what's interesting is a lot of these tribal councils, if you didn't know, are one and a half to two to sometimes two and a half hours long. And they squish it down into eight minutes. <laughs> and sometimes it gets heated and cussing and swearing. I mean, and then, and then so that's why it's emotional. And all of a sudden when somebody says something, they'll edit that in. And then that person starts crying or gets even madder because it built up to that. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> so it's, sometimes those tribal councils, you know, you you have no food, you're miserable, it's stormy outside, and you're tired. It's late at night, and uh, you might have to take a boat back, or you have to hike back, and it's pitch dark, and and you're just miserable. And uh, uh, so some of these tribal councils, it's fascinating. You can almost make an entire season of just tribal council alone. Seriously, yeah. I've always uh, wished that they sort of made Survivor like a two-hour show just so we could see more of the tribal council dynamics and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, they don't show... Uh, uh, sometimes they want to build up certain characters. You know, you got a lot of air time, some people, and some people you don't. You know, there's some... But uh, there's a lot of other things going on, and people don't realize that, you know, you got uh, uh, at least one crew, if not two crews, filming you, uh, you know, 24 hours a day, and they use infrared film, and they got everything, you think you, you know, you know, when that sun sets, you can't even hold your hand in front of your face and see your hand, it's so dark, so when they show those infrared night shots, I mean, you can't see anything, and so sometimes, you, there's a lot of things that happen you don't see, mm -hmm. and that would be another great thing, you know, the hidden camera one. 
Um, so what are your thoughts on, on Tarzan? Um, and do you think now that Colton is, is gone, who seemed to be telling him what to do and everything, do you think he's going to sort of go a little crazy? <laughs> yes, I, I think so. And um, he, he's a strange fellow. You know, he's a perfect surgeon. Uh, he's, he's a brilliant mind. And we don't really see how he really is there. right now in the editing we're thinking, oh, this guy's kind of balanced, and and uh, and people do lose track of names sometimes, but they can remember everything else. So at his level in his profession, he's got to be brilliant. I like Troy Zan myself. Mm-hmm. That guy's gonna, that guy's gonna, um, <clears throat> you know, he, he he's with the younger girls and younger guys, but right now um, he can position himself um, pretty good. I I kind of like him. Right now, <laughs> I I agree. I think Troyzan. Uh, I think he can he can definitely make it far and has the potential to win. It's all about finding the right alliance and making the the right moves. You know what I like, and maybe ask your uh, um, listeners to send in a vote or put it on Facebook. Some I would love to see a season of the people who were first voted out. First two people voted out because we never got to really see how great their players are. They just happen to get the bad look of the straw. Uh, there's a guy, uh, um, <coughs> Brooke Garrity, he was on Vanuatu. Yeah. Okay, this guy, if they gave him a chance, he's such a stud. He's like a, a Terry Geets. He would, uh, you know, I, I know personally, and he's such a great athlete. He was a hockey player. He's a go-getter, very positive. He's got uh, more energy than all the guys on the tribe right now. I mean, he is, and he never got a chance. So it's, it's uh, unfortunate, but there was a lot of talent, you know, just a, a great player. I don't know how, how the fans feel, but that'd be great at the, uh, the second chance. But I, I like uh, I like new players. I don't like, mm-hmm. I don't like people who've been on it three times. Second time on occasion is good. Good. You get a good character. Well, and, and especially if they got a raw deal or were out early, I think that would be really yeah. cool to sort of just is sort of almost like a new character because you never really got to see them fully develop. Exactly. But uh, what I love about uh, Survivor is blindsiding. I love the hidden mini idol, and and of course the idiots and the and the villains are the ones who make the show interesting because you can hear everybody go all across America, oh my God, how can you do that? (laughs) And that's what makes Survivor. Anyway, hey, listen, I've got to take off. I am heading to uh, Packing because I'm heading to Temecula. My son is getting married this weekend. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, Alex and Megan. My son's Alex is married. Megan Brown, wonderful lady. And so... uh, uh, by the way, a good friend of mine from the TV show, Bob Dog Mason. Yep, you know, we drank the bottle of wine in the outhouse together. And he's become like a, a close brother to me. And I'm closer to him than many of my relatives. And just uh, just probably one of the most wonderful persons that I've encountered in my life. And I've encountered many, many people all over the world. But he's probably one of the most wonderful person that... Uh, somehow we just clicked together. And uh, one day you might see us someplace on the TV screen or someplace else, but either way, it doesn't matter. Somebody will, he's, he's a great, great guy. So I just want to give props out to and a shout-out to Bob Dog Mason. Well, 
thank you so much, Bruce, for coming and talking with us about the show. We loved hearing uh, your opinions of everything. Um, so thank you so much. My pleasure. And I'll see you guys again. I'll be looking forward to seeing you and all your uh, uh, things you post on. And everybody enjoy the season. And maybe when it's down to the final six or three, give me a buzz again, all right? Sounds great. Thank you, Bruce. Okay, Nicole, good. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, that was uh, Bruce. We were really excited to to talk with him and hear his thoughts uh, of the episode. Um, hopefully we can have him back a- again for a-, a longer time so we can talk with him, with him about Survivor Panama and sort of more about his experiences on the show. Um, but uh, we we really enjoyed having him on for the time that we did and, and talking about Survivor One World. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, he's such a neat guy, too, and... Uh, yeah, it's cool that he he and Bob Dog are still cl- really close uh, from the show. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see what's going to happen next on Survivor. And I'm excited that they've merged now and they're all back together on the one world. And it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. And, you know, if they're these new alliances are going to fit together if they're going to go back to the girl boy thing. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I was listening to an interview that Colton had today and some quick uh, secret things that uh, he claims anyways. First off, that even when he was still in the game, they were planning on voting out Alicia. Um, apparently, even Colton was afraid of her, his her ties with the women on the other tribe. So... They were actually going to keep Christina and uh, and vote off Alicia. Wow. Uh, the other thing is he actually did want to give away the hidden immunity idol, I heard, um, to someone on the other tribe. He wanted to give it to Jay. But Jeff said, no, you can't give it to someone on the other tribe. But he didn't want to give it to anyone on his own tribe. <laughs> I see that's at least that's what Colton uh, says or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, th- I found those two things very interesting. Well, that is all we have for this podcast, unless you have anything, Nicole. Nope. Be sure to uh, tune in next week. We're going to have two different podcasts, one with Marty from Survivor Nicaragua and one with Brenda and Coach in a Survivor Roundtable. They're definitely two that you do not want to miss. But yes, definitely stay tuned for that. And also be sure to check us out on our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com. Also on iTunes and Facebook, David and Nicole's Survivor Podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye.